Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, I'll just go over to the UK now, but I did promise chapter two, the cricket score. Chennai Super Kings 188 for nine in their 20 overs. And uh, so the Rajasthan Royals have been bowled. Well, they finished on 143 for nine in their 20. So Chennai winning by 45 runs in their chapter two. But let's talk about the Super League now. And Ed Ahrens joins us all the way from the UK. Ed, good evening and thanks for speaking to us again here in South Africa. Hi, how are you? We're fine, thanks. Ed, I don't know what surprised you the most. Is it the Super League confirmation or the second of Jose Mourinho today? Uh, yeah, it's been quite a busy a busy few hours, really. No, I mean, I think the Super League is um, is much more surprising. Although, saying that, we did kind of see it coming. But mm. I don't think we, re- we expected it quite, you know, uh, this soon. But yeah, the Jose Mourinho thing, I think, uh, you know, him being sacked, I think that was... Not widely expected because of the timing. Obviously, they're playing in the Carabao Cup final this weekend. But I think a lot of a lot of fans would have known that the writing was on the wall for Mourinho, just the way that the team have been playing recently. Yeah, and does it have anything to do with the Super Cup? Some some people are suggesting because, like you're saying, there's a League Cup final this weekend. Well, apparently not. Apparently, the Tottenham are saying that it's not anything to do with the Super League uh, and the Cup. Well, the Cup is intriguing, I think, because. There's a school of thought that says maybe they tried to, that they they sacked him before he won a trophy <laughs> and it would have been harder for them to sack him, um, or I don't know really. I mean, it's, an, it's a really interesting question, but it's very ruthless, isn't it, from Tottenham to do that, considering you know they haven't won a trophy for so long, yeah. um, and they will you know they've got a good chance of. I know it's against City, but they've got a good chance of, of doing that at the weekend. So um, yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's really surprising. Let's look at the Super League now. For those not understanding it, what's the thinking? What's the idea behind this breakaway league? Okay, so uh, I'm sure that most listeners will have heard this already, but you know, 12 clubs have already agreed to uh, to sign up for this breakaway league, and it would be instead of the Champions League essentially, um, and it will take place in midweek with 20 teams, two divisions of 10 teams, uh, five of whom, oh, sorry, eight teams. We we don't know. Who else is going to make up those, the, the rest of the teams? But, you know, everybody knows it's uh, the, the six clubs from England, um, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea from London, and then Manchester United, Manchester City and Liverpool are the six. And then the other the other six that have signed up are uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, um, AC Milan, Inter Milan and Juventus. So that's 12 signed and sealed, supposedly. But the big question is, I think whether uh, they're going to be allowed to continue to play in their domestic leagues as well as take part in this competition, because the suggestion is that they won't be allowed to do so. But um, I'm not so sure that that's going to actually happen. Um, it's going to be very interesting. And I mean, it's all kind of still moving at the moment. We're not, you know, there's statements flying around all day today and meetings going on. And um, yes, yeah, so I think we'll, the full story is yet to emerge. Yeah. And what's the motivation behind the Super League? Is it obvious it's just about money? Unfortunately, I think it is, yeah. I'm not being particularly cynical saying that either. And, you know, even the clubs themselves have almost admitted, you know, that supposedly they're going to get three billion billion euros each, I think, for, for joining the uh, for, for joining the Super League. And it's especially given what's happened in the last year, you know, it's perhaps an opportunity for them to do this. But as well as at the same time, they have a lot. You know, these clubs have lost a lot of money in the last year as well. Uh, and I think it's a they see it as a chance to kind of take control of the of the TV revenues. Particularly, that's the main the main uh, gist of it. I think they want to try and 
increase their, uh, their their revenues. You've already touched on the reaction. How do you summarize the reaction from the English FA? What are they saying? Well, I think it, not just the FA, but everybody in England. I mean, it's, it's really finding it hard to find anybody to say anything positive about this, especially from the fans' point of view. I mean, we've had it. everybody has come out against this. The Prime Minister Boris Johnson has spoken uh, today about it and said, you know, we're going to try and do everything they can to to stop this. But actually, it seems like the government may be not necessarily powerless because, you know, obviously the government has a lot of power. But in this situation, there are not, not necessarily any rules that have been broken. Uh, and I think the government is desperately kind of looking into to see what they can do to, to stop this in its tracks because it's a very unpopular move. UEFA has also threatened to ban the clubs, to ban the players from competing. Is that viable? Is that possible? Again, it's a bit of a grey area. I'm not really sure. It was suggested to me yesterday by an agent that that, that was not feasible at all and that, um, you know, it's not their jurisdiction. So I think actually it might, the key to this, a lot of it might come down to FIFA and how FIFA um, views it. And yesterday they, they released a statement which wasn't exactly condemning it. It wasn't exactly supporting it either, but it was kind of a very interesting situation with FIFA, how they will move on from this, because obviously um, there's a, a bigger power struggle perhaps going on in the background with FIFA versus UEFA. That's their main sort of rival. Um, and perhaps FIFA wants, would welcome this in a way because it might give them a bit more control. Uh, Real Madrid, Chelsea and Man City are in the semi-finals of this season's Champions League. Could we see a situation where they kick where they get kicked out this season? I really, I, yeah, I, I possibly. I really don't know. I mean, it's it's really strong. I, I don't know if you've seen the reaction of Seferin, Alexander Seferin, the, mm-hmm, the UEFA president, president yeah, there. yeah, who said it was a spit in the face to to clubs and fans around Europe. So it's really as about as strong as you could you could say. So. Perhaps that could be a that could be a sanction that they introduce, but I mean it's it's just a big mess I think at the moment, isn't it? We know nobody knows what's going to happen. And what would it mean for the Champions League as we know it now, or as it will be expanded from twenty twenty four? Well, yeah, uh, and that that was the the reason I think for the timing of the announcement last night, so late last night, was that um, UEFA it was and has actually now announced their plans to uh, to. To uh, reformat the Champions League slightly, as, as uh, that was the direction that we all thought it was going to be headed in, and uh, Andrea Agnelli, the Juventus president, was 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 a key part in that reform. But um, he, you know, reneged overnight, and it's a really interesting to see the reaction against him has been very strong as well, because he was really involved in all these reforms and then pulled out overnight, and now UEFA is kind of you know left up the creek really with not uh, without a paddle so it's quite interesting to see how that all that all comes out sure well we'll try and keep in touch with you uh, as we go along ed but thank you just for giving us an update here in south africa you can imagine of course it's also received a lot of attention here in our country uh, so it is really fascinating what is going on here yeah uh, absolutely yeah thanks very much for having me on Thanks. Thanks for speaking to us, Ed. And the, and on Mourinho, there's somebody that had sent me a tweet about how much money he's made since he's been sacked and saying that that is probably the motivation um, of, of of him leaving all these clubs. And by the way, there was somebody when we spoke to Arubi that remembered him from his days at Dynamos. Hey, they beat us yesterday. Me and Bosso, if you didn't know. Highlanders is my team.
Don't ask me why, but I like their colours also. But that's my team. They beat us yesterday in the Uhuru Cup. Dynamo's there by two goals to nil. Just thought I should let you know if you missed that game. And maybe that's why they were mentioning Dynamo's there. Please, we don't want to hear Dynamo's on the show. Okay, no, I'm kidding. Fair enough. Well done to Dynamo's. Let me also be humble in defeat. But also we are. Anyway, we also have to leave it here now because it's 8 o'clock and we have to go to news.